You're listening to a podcast on Catholic Saints. This podcast is produced by the Augustan Institute, an apostolate helping Catholics understand, live, and share their faith. Hi, welcome to Catholic Saints. My name is Mary McGeehan. I work here at the Augustan Institute. And today I am joined with Dr. James Prothrow, Professor of Theology and Sacred Scripture. Thanks for joining. Thanks so much for having me. We are talking about St. Damien of Molokai on this episode. And the whole point is to learn about the lives of the saints, look to them for inspiration on how we too are called to be saints in our lives. So, St. Damien of Molokai, what a saint. Absolutely, absolutely. I've seen a movie about him, and that's about it. Uh, so I'm excited to learn more about him. So you're one up on me. I, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> you have, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I think, yes, it might even be on forum.org if you'd like to check it out. <laughs> but right, it is wonderful. What would you say are some basics about St. Damien? Um, where, when did he grow up? What time period? Where is he from? Yeah, so uh, so St. Damien, he's, he's born Joseph, Joseph, right? um, but... Um, uh, he was born in Belgium, actually, so he's he's, he's actually European, um, but he's the patron saint of the uh, bish- of the diocese of Honolulu uh, in Hawaii because that's where he did uh, uh, his uh, m- most important work and the the, the uh, work that at least on Earth he's remembered he's as being for. a saint for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so he was uh, born in Belgium in the mid-1800s, by 1840. Okay. And he uh, had an interest in religious life. His brother went off to religious life, and his dad then expected him to, Damien, uh, Joseph, Joseph, to take on the family business because, you know, we lost one already to religious life, so you are going to do this. And he said, no, I'm, I'm going to join too. So he followed his brother. Same order? Uh, yeah, same order okay. um, into religious life, and and <clears throat> the same order part. <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> is really thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> the same order part is is actually really important. Um, so he he joined, and he takes mm-hmm. the name Damien, and um, uh, he's got this this desire for mission. He, you know, sometimes we you know we, you read these stories about saints where they get sent off on a mission to a faraway place, and you can see some of the created gifts that they have. Um, that make people choose them to go off. Mm-hmm. And St. Damien wasn't right, a, a bad choice in those terms, but, but it's really his servant's heart as much as anything that actually made him wonderful and amazing at, at, at what he did. Um, so his superiors were kind of nervous even about making him like a priest or sending him off to do anything because he, he was a monk he was in the just order. So average. He right. was, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't dumb by any means, um, and he learned Latin from his brother. Mm. Um, but he also wasn't like a star yeah. or a great organizer or a great right preacher or mm. a great any of the any of the sort of like Notable. singular things. We'd be right. like, well, he's the he's the best of the best at this in our order, so we'll send him. He just had a deep zeal for yeah, mission. Yeah, he had a deep zeal, it. and he he uh, uh, it said that he when he was there um, in the order. He would pray before an image of Saint Francis Xavier every day, asking for that same kind of uh, missionary work, right? From the, the the great the great Jesuit missionary Francis Xavier. Yes. He he wanted to do the same kind of thing, right? Mm. This is this is his sort of aspiration, and and not just an aspiration, right? Where he's arrogant about it, like I'm going to go do this, but it's his prayer. Mm. Right? He wants. You know, he's got a heart like Isaiah. Here, here am I. Send me. Yes. And that's consuming. Exactly. Um, Which was the order? Um, oh, I've forgotten. That's okay. 
It was <laughs> a religious order. That's a really good question, and I've, and <laughs> I've okay. forgotten. Um, but his brother had also joined. Uh, yeah. But were they sent to the same locations? No, so here's how it happened. Okay. So his brother was slated to go be a missionary in Hawaii, and his brother got really sick hmm. and couldn't take the trip. So Joseph, soon to be Father Damien, or sorry, Damien now, because he took that name when he entered religious life, Damien volunteers and says, can I please go in his place? And they're like, sure. So they so they they send him. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's he's born in 1840, and then 1864 he shows up in Hawaii. Okay. And then after that is ordained, and it's really cool. Um, I mean, both of these things I, I feel like are are are, are significant when, when I think about his story mm-hmm. and the way that God does things. Because yes. a right, it's um, sickness is going to be a part of his life and mission coming up. Yes. And. Sickness is part of the reason that, humanly speaking, right? It was able, he was able to be sent for this. Mm. Whereas otherwise, they, mm-hmm. they might have just kept him in the convent and not even ordained him. Mm-hmm. But they sent him, right? And the occasion was the sickness of his brother, and they didn't ordain him in Belgium and then send him, right? Uh, he gets ordained in Hawaii there, oh, and that's okay. where he's going to do all of his his mission. Yeah, his mission. significant work. Yes. Um, and just to paint the obvious. That uh, Molokai is one of the islands in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, uh, so he so he gets sent down to, to Hawaii, right? And there's just, just more than one island. And I've never been to Hawaii, so I don't <laughs> know well enough. Uh, uh, but I know people who've been to Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> have you been? I have not been. Okay. No. Um, anyway, so so in the 1860s, um, right? Not long after he started there, and he was just sort of supposed to do kind of priestly work, mission work there. Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1860s, they had a whole bunch of, they had a big disease problem, and a lot of people were dying off, and the Hawaiian government decided, well, what we're going to do is we're going to exile the people with what later got called Hansen's disease, but generally it was a degenerating skin disease, leprosy. Leprosy. Right. We're going to exile the people with leprosy to this little peninsula off the end of the island, right? So it sticks out. It's hmm. surrounded by water on three sides. It sticks out from the island, but it's separated from the rest of the island by a big mountain, right? Um it wasn't meant to be like a, like exile, good for nothing, right, good riddance kind of place. They did send them like some supplies, and the government sent them food. But they said, well, we don't we, we don't want any of this. Right? They're scared of it spreading and mm-hmm. and and more deaths than the rest of the islands. They said we're we're going to send you off to okay. a kind of leper colony. Yes. Basically, so that's that's where all these people are, um, and not all of them are Catholic, but many of them are. And mm-hmm. the Catholics petitioned, and they said, "We can we please have a priest?" And so the bishop doesn't want to because he thinks this might be life threatening, right, to go out and be among these folks. So he does bring it to his diocese, but he isn't going to force anybody by obedience to go and maybe you know because it'd be like it would be a death sentence. That's that's what that's what he's thinking. thinking. Yeah, exactly. And so um, and it it proved to be one. It proved to be a death sentence and a life sentence in a happy way for uh, Father Damien. Hmm. Um, But so Damien and uh, several other people volunteered to go, and after he'd been there for a while, the people actually wrote uh, wrote to the bishop and said. Please let him stay permanently, and and he did. Um, and the work that he did there, being among the people, and his humility hmm. to be a father and serve them, mm-hmm. but also be among them and um, uh, and help them in every way possible, 
is is really what 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 made him venerable, and then of course uh, miracles through his intercession that that made him a saint. Okay. Um, he. Uh, uh, what did he do for? Was it the gift of presence? Everything. It... Okay. So the, I mean, the gift of presence is huge, first mm-hmm. of all, because otherwise they're outcasts from society. True. And they don't have like their own new society. So I mean, you can imagine. Yes. If a whole bunch of people were sort of sent off to a place like that and isolated from everybody else, and they're not allowed to leave, and they're not allowed to get visitors, mm-hmm. right? You can imagine the kind of like, I mean, reputedly, right? It became quite lawless in a mm-hmm. lot of sectors. You can imagine, right? There's not a lot of infrastructure. We've been cast off here, right? So there's there's violence, there's lewdness, there's other kinds of licentiousness there, right? Mm-hmm. People have kind of lost lost hope, and they've lost a feeling of their dignity. So Father Damien is there, and he just affirms everybody's dignity, and he cares for everybody. So similar mm-hmm. kinds of things that Mother Teresa did with mm-hmm. the poorest of the poor uh, in Calcutta, he's doing there, right? Yes. And in addition, like you said, without discrimination, like he served Catholics. Right. But he's serving Catholics, but yeah. But whoever was in front of him. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, different, different races, religions, and things like that. He's serving everybody. He builds coffins wow. to bury the dead with dignity. Okay. He digs graves. Hmm. He binds up people's sores and ulcers, right? He binds up their, you know, kind of like rotting limbs and things like that. He's putting poultices on people and he's doing mass. Did he have a background in any medical or did he just learn as he... Not, uh, if, he, if he had one, I'm not aware of yeah, it. Yeah, um, he just was serving the obvious needs. Yeah, the people. he's, just, he's mm. just doing what needs to be done. Yes. Um, uh, he, he also helped to set up different leaders in the community so that they could try to make some infrastructure, roads and things like that, right? Like they, they end up, mm-hmm. they make a little life in society, mm-hmm. right, for, for themselves as human beings together in a place where they, you know, uh, uh, could very easily and, and, and did, right, feel like they were just sort of inhuman castaways. Bringing um, that structure, yeah, that dignity back to the people who, I'm sure he is a great patron for those who feel lonely or isolated. Uh, he goes yeah. to those people and yeah. elevates, reminds them of who they are. No, that's right. He, the, um, it makes me think, his, his heart in this makes me think of Jesus in, in two ways, right? Where you can sort of just see the, the character of Christ in mm-hmm. Father Damien mm-hmm. in, in his work. Um, not just in his volunteering and his zeal, his missionary zeal, but he, um, uh, 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 on the one hand, right, Christ's incarnation, right, and then in his death, right, um, he being in the form of God, yes. didn't count equality with God, something to be taken advantage of, but emptied himself and took on the form of a slave, right, mm-hmm. to be among us, mm-hmm. right. And I was looking at a picture of Father Damien when he did contract leprosy, which you could please share with us. But when you look at the image, it's just his body's just so defigured and deformed. And uh, truly, when then you think of Christ on the cross, his body so deformed and defigured Mm -hmm. for the sake of the the people he loves. Um, So such a Christ-like absolutely uh, Um, emulation. That's that's right. And 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 also, I think about the um, Jesus parable of the shepherd going to get the lost sheep. He's got he's got a hundred sheep. Right? Which one of you, if you had a hundred sheep and one of them wandered off, wouldn't go leave the hundred to go get the one that's that's gone? And mm-hmm. I mean, when I when I think about that image, you can think about it in so many different ways, right? So many parables have different kind of um, uh, angles from which we can look at them, and and, and they can all be good. Um, but I I think about um, cheap ballpoint pens, 
right? And you buy them in a pack of 100, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> For $7 or however much it is, right? And then you lose one in your purse, mm-hmm. right? Or mm-hmm. in the, like, underneath my chair in the car or something, <laughs> or I leave it at the bank or whatever. Yes. And I, it doesn't bother me because I got 99 more just like them. They're all the same, right? And mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't cost me much. And for Father Damien, every one of these people, mm-hmm. as for Jesus, right, mm-hmm. is is unique and is valuable on their own. So that nobody's expendable, nobody's good riddance, nobody is just another one, and I've got a whole bunch of other ones, right? Every person there, every, yes. even the non-Catholics, right, um, uh, whom he would serve in physical ways and would preach, right, and, and convert them, um, Right. He's he's serving in this way, and ultimately, of course, lowering, bringing himself to the condition of the people that he's serving, like Christ. Yes. He he does he does die from it, right? He contracts mm-hmm. leprosy in um, uh, this eighteen eighty five, and then he died four years later in eighteen eighty nine, um, and uh, uh, and as you you know the the, the pictures of him are mm-hmm. you know, he's quite he's it, it, he's in a bad way. Right? Yes. But he kept up to the end serving um mm. and uh the after he died they moved again they, they moved his mortal remains back to belgium right so he's actually entombed in belgium but <clears throat> but he's got a big statue in hawaii and again he's the patron saint of patron saint of lepers yes. right of outcasts things like that mm. um uh, but also the diocese of, of honolulu right okay. because um and that's 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 not there on molokai right mm-hmm. they recognized right this is a great missionary and saint for our people who wasn't from here, it wasn't indigenous, but he, he became one of us. Um, so yeah, he's just, he's just, it's just a beautiful. And I think you could still go to Molokai and see some of these. Um, I don't know if he created any, like the infrastructures or buildings or schools, but I know you can visit the island and see some Mm -hmm. of the Mm -hmm. remnants from this time period. And a church that he founded there. Yeah, absolutely. Were there a lot of conversions to Catholicism from his presence as a priest and bringing religion to some people who maybe did not know of Catholicism prior? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, there's certainly certainly people who converted um, at his at his teaching and his example, right? Mm-hmm. And and the the person that you can see through him too. Yes. When, you know, when you're um, Sometimes we like to keep our struggles away from people because we think like, well, if I if if I let people know that I'm having a hard time, right, then especially my non-believing friends, then they'll think that I haven't got it all together and Jesus isn't enough for me. But sometimes really the, the thing is, is that when, when people can see that you don't have anything to hold on to mm-hmm. except Jesus, mm-hmm. they can see how strong Jesus is yes. to be able to keep hold of you. Yes. Um, I believe there's a quote from St. Damien where he says, in the times of just our weakness where in our isolation and our suffering, um, we, we receive our strength through the, at the foot of the altar, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, where when we have nothing else and no one else, the only person who we have who receives us is Jesus Christ and that he is our strength. So, um, similar to what you were just saying. Yeah, absolutely. And so he's, he's, you know, in terms of his legacy, he's great for thinking about mission. Mm. He's great for thinking about the Eucharist, right. Mm -hmm. And the strength to draw from it. Right. And he says, we draw it from Christ, the Eucharist, the foot of the altar, um, for his compassion and and just a, a, a real not even, servant leadership is so important and it's something that that can become kind of cliche right servant leadership don't just be a leader and be mean to people underneath you you should also take care of them it's like well hmm. that's good but 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 suffering servant hmm. leadership mm-hmm. right? to take truly take on the suffering of those people 
yourself. That's right. That's right. Um, Beautiful. Uh, and so he's we my he's actually my wife's confirmation saint. Okay. Um, Very good. Uh, so we're we're asking for his intercession every every day, um, and she knows far more about him than I do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have her on sometime. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And yeah. I, have you seen in her life? Does she have a particular way that she invites? Uh, or has a devotion to him or invites his spirituality into, or yeah, mm -hmm. in her, her life. Yeah. She's, um, uh, uh, I, I, I can see it at least, um, uh, in my wife in the way that she, um, uh, interacts with our kids mm -hmm. and then interacts with the marginalized around us or the people who don't feel like they have anything to hold on to. Yes. Um, uh, my wife has, I mean, I try to do it too, but, um, they certainly see her example more often. Yes. Um, but my, my, my kids are praying every night for homeless people by name oh, wow. that they've met. Right. Um, and given a bottle of water to, mm -hmm. or talked with or prayed for, right. Um, uh, during the day, yes. she's tender and compassionate with the kids, right. Who are our own little people who don't have anybody else to take care of them. Um, uh, uh, and are often lawless uh, with that <laughs> little bit of order and infrastructure. Um, uh, uh, but she, um, uh, and then in pro-life causes as well. But, but this, this is, uh, um, uh, and I don't know if, um, uh, uh, I don't know how conscious it is for her, but it's something I can see in her is a very sort of Damien kind of way, which I, I, I expect yes. is part of what drew her to him, um, yes. to choose him as her uh, yeah. confirmation saint. It's beautiful. See yeah. the the lepers around us uh, today, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Emily, that example. Was well, there anything else you'd like to share about Saint Damien? Oh, I, with his legacy, his gift. Go learn learn about him and think about him and ask him to help you in your life of of suffering's inevitable, right? But yes. in, in in making it willing and charitable suffering uh, for the sake of Christ uh, and and for him in others. Amen. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us today about St. Damien. Thanks so much, Mary. Thank you for joining us and St. Damien of Molokai. Pray, pray for, for us. us. Thanks for joining. You can watch these interviews in video format by visiting form.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.